Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic Con 2014 and beyond. I am Ryan. With me always is James and Brad. I wasn't even pointing at James. Maybe I wanted Brad to go first this time, James. I always go first, motherfucker. I will fight Unbelievable. Brad. Unbelievable. James is signaling that I'm going down. No, no, no. I'm he's, trying to signal oh, you that, it, Brad, that Ryan is a little hot. No, he's so used to going down. Because he's yelling. Whoa. Oh, man. Well, yeah, but Ryan always is yelling on the show. Aren't That's you right. used to getting yelled at by Ryan, Brad? <laughs> ah! <laughs> Stay tuned. It's um, all yelling unison. Who was that now? Was that me? No, that was me, but I was yelling into the mic. Actually, it may have been you. One of us was screaming into the mic. Maybe, wasn't, we, maybe wasn't we're Brad. both screaming into the mic. Maybe we could scream into How's your Thanksgiving, mic. guys? It was good. Yeah? It was really good. Did you go to My, church? Uh, Gay. No. <laughs> I have a big announcement. That. Yeah? Really? I'd like everyone to know it's official. I now own a PS3. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, welcome to the club, guys. Huh? That's cool. Do you, uh, you want to borrow some games? Would no, you I'm like good. To play some, like, I've actually, fun? because of the amazing Black Friday deals that I came across, I purchased all but one game that I've been eyeing for the past, what, six, seven, seven years. years. So you bought The Last of Us? I did not get that one. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's the only game you need. One, it's no, still that's $60. That's false. No, huh? it's, it's $30. Oh, no, I said it's not the only game you need. It's not the only, but, uh, you know, of the first maybe four that you should buy, that's one of them. The main reason I got it was to play the Batman games, like the Arkham games, which I have missed out on. Oh. And in one fell swoop, I have all three of them. Nice. <laughs> for less than $100. That's amazing. Yeah. For the console, too? Or how much did you pay for the console? 200 bucks. Oh, okay. It's yeah, a refurbished yeah. one, but oh, I yeah. got like eight games for like $100. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We're, we're very proud Patience. of you. Yeah. Patience. And now you can finally play it and see, oh man, these Arkham games are so great. Now we know why <laughs> Ryan and James loved them so much. And they are really good. So I'll just I warn you, there probably won't be an episode up for like two or three weeks. Because <laughs> I will. We can never miss a week, Brad. That's the same reason why I haven't been watching that many movies on my yeah. off time. Um, so did you just yeah. have dinner at your folks' house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You Must know, be nice not having divorced parents. Oh my God. Sad. Oh, I just want to hug you. Don't but hug me. I, I'm afraid your 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 divorce will rub off on me, and my parents will get one. Um, oh, so I'll uh, rub yeah, no. Off was on you. In fact, my 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 brother like brought his girlfriend and her parents to our Very Thanksgiving, cool. which was really cool. Yeah, are they getting a divorce? Um, yeah, they are. <laughs> That's why it was really awkward. Really awkward Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't gonna get a divorce until they met my brother, and then they were like, "Fuck this." <laughs> yeah, um, man. So you think you're brother is fucking his girlfriend no god damn it shut up i hate you i hate you you're the worst we're so juvenile <laughs> yeah yeah why do i do this show with two fucking eight-year-olds he puts the oh. penis in the vagina yeah it oh, does god. and it makes noise like this Ugh. 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 boom <laughs> what do we see this week ryan no, I'm going to tell you a good place to go get comic books. At okay. Colorado Coins, Cars, and Comics. <laughs> I bet they love that lead-in. <laughs> <laughs> Very wholesome yeah. lead-in right there. Uh, of course, I'm always just kidding uh, because, you know, it's all about having fun. Yeah. And if you're not having fun, then, you know. You know what else you can do at Colorado Coins, Cars, and Comics? I've got this cousin who has, like, she was really into the Tick comics when she was younger. Oh, yeah. She has them, and she just wants to get rid of them. So I was like, dude, go to Colorado Coins, Cars, and Comics. Just give them to them. Yeah. You know? I bet they'll give her a good deal. Yeah. I'm sure they will. They're awesome people. They are. They're going to give her a better deal than some of the other places around here. I know that for sure. Yeah. So on 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, stop in. If you're getting comic books, say hi to Andrew. He's great. If you're getting magic cards or any uh, trading card or what do you, what do you call them? Turn-based card yeah. game adventures. I don't know. Cards with uh, uh, pictures talk to of Mike. fantasy cards. 
Yeah, talk to Mike if you're looking for coins. Talk to Bruce, Colorado's Coins, Cards, and Comics, for all your comic needs. If they have a green sticker and they're in the back issues, dude, that's half off. It's crazy. Mm, everything but the green sticker. Oh, it's everything but the green yeah. stickers. Are you <laughs> it's sure? Orange, blue, those oh, are. Oh, you're all, right. Yeah. You're right. Green's the that's the price. Yeah, that's right. No discount. Unless you have old slot. Yeah, then it's twenty percent off. If you really need to get that next issue of Superior Spider-Man, then you can I wish get it I lived closer. I wish I could just enough. spend all my time there. That place is cool. And also December fifth, where's where's this movie playing at, Brad? You're, I don't remember what movie. Say nineteen seventy four. Yeah, is it at the Bug? Yes, yeah, the, the Bug yeah, Theater. The Should bug we get better lead into that? <laughs> Why? What do you you know what, Brad? You take it. I'm not gonna do it. What? You just said like, what's this movie? And uh, uh, as a listener, I'm, I'm like, oh, where's it playing at? Then I was going to say, everybody, December 5th. I didn't know we were seeing, talking say, about. 1974 <laughs> at the Bug Theater. Superman is playing at the Alamo Draft Denver, Denver, Colorado. Superman is playing at the Alamo Draft December 5th? Uh, no, December 2nd. Oh, so okay. again, not listening to me. Yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you should check out uh, the trailers on our on our Facebook page. Go check it out. It looks really cool. Um, so we're going to try to Ivan's be been on our show. He is like yeah. one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Dude, dude's badass. If you go back to our Starfest interviews from this year, he was talking about how he was in a war, and then he left that war and joined the United States Navy. Yeah. So, yeah. quite the man. Yeah, he's really cool. And if you've seen any of the films like uh, Matty O'Connor or Zach Eastman, they put him in their movies all the time, because he's, he's really cool. Yeah, if I say... He's just if, a cool person. If I needed an Eastern European... Yeah. Uh, crime boss. Crime boss, or <laughs> maybe just, like, yeah, Balky from Perfect Strangers... <laughs> a crazy roommate yeah <laughs> crazy foreign roommate that would actually be pretty cool we should write that into next season of <laughs> the pod show <laughs> ryan's new roommate on the winds of the- i don't even know if that's how it goes i don't remember you know uh, i haven't seen perfect strangers in 20 years <laughs> neither is anyone else oh, <laughs> <he was> <laughs> up. high five <laughs> all the way around so yeah check that out because he's lots of fun um, and that the movie looks really good, too. Flipping the fuck out. I know, dude. Those cats are annoying as shit. Yeah, now they're going to fight. What the fuck? They're running around on? together, and then they hiss at each other, then they fight. Maybe Mia will, will eat its head, and then I won't have to worry about that cat anymore. <laughs> Aww. Every week on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie. This week, we went and saw Spike Lee's Old Boy. Stay tuned for the end of the episode when we review this movie. Surprisingly, not a joint. It is film, not a joint. Not a spikely joint. Very bizarre. Um, I'm so disappointed. But we will review, we'll say if you need to go see the movie, we'll play a trailer for you. Then we'll talk about the movie. Very spoilerific. So if you want to see the movie, make sure that you listen to if you should go see it and then go see it before you listen to our review of it. Or you will be very disappointed on how we spoil the movie for you. We also talk about comic books, movies we've been watching, some movie news, upcoming releases, box office numbers. Movie centric. We also recommend a comic book. Did I say the comic book already? Yeah, you did, but that's okay. All right, cool. Well, we'll just do it twice. Recommend a comic book for you. So, without further ado, here is the number one movie at the box office this last year. This is the box office stats. Year? Year? The uh, week. <laughs> You know, I would say we'd have, uh, we do usually mail, but we haven't got mail since I turned it over to Brad. 
We I have know. not well, got you any ran away email. all the mailers. Once everyone found out I was going to read their mail, they just <laughs> said they didn't want but that to happen. Fingers crossed we'll get a mail, and then we'll have you read it in your sexy voice. So anybody out there that says, I really want to hear my email in Brad's sexy voice, I did email get, us on the show. I did get word from Cora from that she's writing a fan. very long email. Is she? Yeah. So Sweet. one of these days we'll just do a Coracast where we, where we just have Brad slowly and sexily read Cora's email. I can't Hi, wait. guys. This is Cora. Just uh, writing in to let you know how good of a show you're doing. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, fuck. You know, she, yeah. has been, she has been doing NaNoWriMo. Maybe her NaNoWriMo is just a letter to us. It'll be like 75 pages long. Nice. That was wanted to be a book. Nice. Yeah. We'll publish it. <laughs> this is an email to us. <laughs> no one will want to read it. Uh, the number one movie last week was The Hunger Games Catching Fire with Surprise. a 158 or 156? 158. Oh, I got it right the first time. Yeah, you did. Hey, yo. Uh, record for November. That's right. $158 million. Do you guys remember that Delivery Man came out last week? Yeah. Nobody else does. It made $8 million or something like that. I actually think that movie looks like pretty charming. And really? I, I think it looks it really out. stupid. I think, well, no, no. I think like the. Like the second trailer where they where they make it seem like he's you know just going around helping people um, and getting to know these people that are actually his kids but are actually sort of just strangers. Um, no, I think it looks charming. That's right. They totally swept it under the rug, didn't they? Like oh, I haven't yeah. seen any advertising yeah. since no, the summer. Absolutely, yeah. It's, and, it's uh, bizarre. I only want to see it because Kobe Smulders is in it. Oh, is she in it? Yeah, she plays his girlfriend or, or something. I don't know. Sweet. They hold hands underneath the dinner table. That's all I know. <laughs> so yeah. She's tired of his go-nowhere job and their go-nowhere <laughs> relationship, and she gives him an ultimatum, and then by revisiting the lives of his supposed kids, he discovers what it takes to mm-hmm. win her back. Oh, man. I wish the movie were called Go Nowhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's also one of the fastest movies to $200 million this week. Delivery Man? <laughs> yes, Delivery wow. Man. No, the Hunger Games. Um, it did not beat The Dark Knight. Rises and of course the Avengers, um, but yeah, it's on its way to making quite a bit of money because those things matter. They do. It tells you the quality of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyone? Anyone for uh, the box office Avatar? gross is direct direct correlation to how much the quality of the movie was. Oh yeah, because everyone who pays for a ticket comes out liking the movie. Twilight right. films. Oh my god, they're just you, gems. Some but of the do you wonder why those movies make so much money? I don't get it. Like the Twilight stuff and. Um, uh, people are dumb. Teens have a no, lot of parents' money. Yeah, I mean, I just I think, don't understand. Buy me a ticket, or I'll, I'll hate yeah. you forever. Because I have a friend. Uh, oh, I forget which friend it was, but she was really excited on Facebook that Twilight Forever came out on Blu-ray, and she posted pictures of her like un- unpacking yeah. it and it, stuff. It's not actually that like people are dumb. It is more that their their um, uh, priorities are just different, and so uh, a movie like that where that's you know, super sappy and romantic. Like they are willing to let it go because it's giving them something that they they value more than a good story or good characters or you know, a good role model or good writing or good filming or. But be honest, if there's a Spider-Man Forever box set, you'd be posting pictures of well, yourself yeah, unboxing yeah, but it Spider-Man on Spider-Man movies too. are way better. Yeah, but whoa, whoa, whoa! We're, I mean, we're comparing apples to oranges here. <laughs> yeah. Come, yeah, that's the box office numbers. And this is the stuff we've been watching this week. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Still changing it. That's Man, so weird. You didn't even match up box office with, with no. DVD releases. That's, That's so crazy. weird. Look, I I, not, I don't so much want it like different every week. I just don't want it slash film <laughs> style, okay? I know you've said this like 
four weeks in a row, Brad. Shut You've talked about Slashville no more than, than we need to. I know. Um, too much advertising. Anyways, this week I've been starting to um, catch up on movies I watched throughout the year. Um, you mean be- you missed? No, or, not, or you not re- I missed. Re-watching I'm rewatching them, them to oh, see cool. uh, if I still like them or, you know, because I'm compiling yeah. my film Splosion list, which <gasps> is coming out really soon. Um, four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. Um, so I rewatched Man of Steel. Um, I still really like the movie. I still love Jonathan Kenton. I think uh, Kevin Costner plays him so well and so subtly. Um, and every time he spouts wisdom, I, I believe him. I say, yeah. You are yeah. wise. Yeah, when he says. Yeah, thank you, Dad. When he says, you know, did they hurt you? And he says, you know, they can't. And he says, that's not what I asked. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan Kent, I believe you. Um, the special effects are still really good when they're fighting. Um, sometimes it doesn't look as good at the beginning when he's flying for some reason. I don't know if it's because I got the Blu-ray and it's I noticed it more. Why is flying always kind of bad? Like, is there a know. movie where a person flies? You know, it's bad in The Matrix. Of course, everything, a lot of the CG in that movie is Because the there's no real world example to compare it against. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, you know... Even a movie like Chronicle, where they're trying to make it gritty, that, like that, the flying always stands out. Yeah, I mean, there's parts though when he grabs Zod and he's punching him through the cornfield. It's really awesome yeah. when he's flying, and because he's pissed because you know you don't do that to his mom and Diane Lane. Diane Lane's so cute. Oh, she's great. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that. Again, is it going to be on my top ten? Stay tuned. Um, I also rewatched Warm Bodies. Oh, which is really? The, uh, the zombie movie? Yeah. I um, did you buy it? I did. I was at best buy i had a ten dollar gift card because i bought my wii u at best buy and um whilst there uh warm bodies was 11.99 so i paid 213 for it um and it's still really funny and it's still really charming uh i i watched the special features and it was written by uh like some college kid who wrote a short story about it and then someone said hey you should make this into a full-length novel and he did um, and then they took and ran with it. So it was, it was fun. Like, I still think it's a fun movie. Yeah. Um, way, way better than I think any of us were expecting. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, the bonies still look really CG. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the only bummer about it. But but it's one of those things that on a, on a like, lower budget movie like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would have preferred I they do it. it. They just not do it as CG. But, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, you just sort of go like, all right, you know. And, too, you know, the zombie... Uh, this genre is so uh, strained right now that any time yeah. you do something unique and different is fun. Yeah. Um, and I, I love that the cure for them is just remembering love and stuff like that, I think's kind of a cute thing. Yeah, it's sappy and adorable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the uh, the last thing I watched this week is actually a TV show. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the new Family Guy, <laughs> um, but uh, they killed Brian in it. I've heard this. Yeah. Like, they, is he really not going to be back next week? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they replaced him with a new dog already, so I don't know what. Well, remember they killed Kenny for the longest time, and he just kind of just came back? It's, yeah. It's a cartoon. Well, it's not. But that's because they killed him in the movie. Like, they killed him in the movie, and then it was kind of like, oh, maybe he doesn't come back for a while. Isn't that what? I, I, I'm pretty sure. Point is, he came back. Yeah. He's yeah. a cartoon. Yeah, I'm and sure he will eventually. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, some of the 
writers were saying, well, it's because Seth MacFarlane has so much going on. Yeah, he does like 90% of the voices on the show, so I think him doing Brian doesn't really matter because Brian is like his voice. So, um, yeah. The crazy thing is that I heard a lot of people saying that that character is a lot of why they like that show. Yeah. Um, especially really? still, as long as it's been going. So <laughs> Brian's been such a douchebag lately. He has been. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Peter's still my favorite on the show, but, you know, I, I it is interesting that they decided to kill him off and he got killed in a really brutal way. <laughs> Um, so we'll see, you know, yeah. It's sad, but he's a cartoon. Yeah. And they can change their mind yeah. at any time. I mean, I think it'd be funny if they got a new dog and it was still Seth MacFarlane's voice. <laughs> but <laughs> they got a new dog already that one time. Yeah, they did. The new Brian. <laughs> the new Brian. So yeah, that one's really funny. They've I'll been down this you less disgusting before. every day. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, cool to see though, them try something new and, um, got him in the news. Yeah, so. that's true. That's probably why they did it. Two months from now, they'll, they'll bring him back, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, our ratings are up, you know, thirty percent." No and deal. knowing Seth MacFarlane like I do, he might do like one of those old timey movies where you know for a while Brian doesn't show up, and then there's some dramatic part where he comes back and yeah. something happened to him, or, or alternate the, universe Star Trek, or something. or these even cutaway gags where it's like, remember that time when Brian was like, and then Brian will be there. <laughs> yeah. Was it was it like a wacky death or was it like no? A, he got ran like over a by a car. Yeah. Aww. And then they all came in and he was dying. Did and, you cry? Ah, no. They all came in and they were all upset about him. They're showing uh, clips from the show of them remembering him. And all the clips are funny because it's him barfing or <laughs> getting hit in the head or stuff like that. And then, yeah, he died. Wow. So we'll see. Family guy. Uh, yeah, that's all I watched this week. Brad, what'd you oh, watch? It's, oh, it's me. He picked me. Because, you know, we and you did see other s- stuff together. That's true. Yeah. Um, we'll get to, uh, well, yeah, I'll, we, uh, we premiered, uh, episode four of the pod show this week. We did? Crickets. Crickets, Crickets. anybody? Crickets. Yeah. Is, it was, is this your second time at the open screen night, Ryan? Yeah. How do you think it went? Uh, I mean, uh, besides the content, I thought it was still fun. Besides um, the content. Oh, of everyone else's stuff. Yeah. Some of the things, here's my biggest issue with it. Some of the stuff was really good, um, like the stuff that won that stop motion stuff, I didn't think was that impressive. Hmm. Um, it, I, I don't know. Did, did you like the stop motion one? Uh, well, obviously a lot of work went into it, so yeah. I, I tip my hat to them. Um, I've seen their other piece that's stop motion, and I, that's still probably the one I like more. Hmm. Um, it is sloppy, but it's also like it's you know it's a music video, and it's, yeah, that's it's I guess that my only thing is really sloppy. There'd be times when I um, think it's a style though. So. Maybe when the uh, the dolls would go across, and you saw the strings and stuff pulling them, and mm-hmm. I don't know that just it was really distracting. Um, I I did not like the Biz Jack Flemco uh, <laughs> oh, Santa Claus one. Oh, they had man. Santa Claus jerking off. <laughs> what? And then he blew his load all over a kid's face. Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, that stuff. I don't think that's funny. Like I didn't think it was funny at all watching him do it. Mm. Um, I actually, uh, I'm not a biggest fan. I've watched all of the Laugh You Bastard stuff, and I'm not the biggest fan. Um, but I thought theirs this week was actually really creative. Um, it's not shot very well, and the sound isn't very good in it. Uh, I think someone because we've had issues with people resetting the uh, projector's brightness. So I think even ours was kind of too bright. Yeah, but there's a difference. Ours still looked really good. 
Um, but there's like the sound wasn't very good in it, but I love the idea behind it. I thought the idea was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, if they, God, I don't want to be jerks to them, but like if they, if they had more talent behind the camera, Ouch. I think, I think it would look better hmm. because they have the ideas. Um, but I think if they had someone like you shooting it, I think it'd look way better. Not that you guys can have Brad, he's mine, <laughs> but I'm just saying that, uh, the idea was there. Basically, this guy, he loves Spain, and he gets knocked out, and he dreams that he's Don Quixote, mm-hmm. and so the, all this other stuff is cool. going around. Uh, yeah, it, he's, he's existing in the real world, and then he's imagining, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, the Don, it's Quixote. Don Quixote. Yeah, yeah. But it's a Diablito Blanquito, the yeah. white devil. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's their version of that. And, so. I mean, I think the most clever part of that whole thing was he, th- he thinks he's, you know, he can speak Spanish really well. And in his mind, when he was writing that letter, it was perfect Spanish. I thought that was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, meh. Nothing else? No, no like, <laughs> I couldn't. And then even the, the second thing that BizJack did was just a riff on paranormal activity, but it wasn't that funny. But with Ebenezer Scrooge? <laughs> yeah, with Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh. And it's and it's not shot well, and I know that's maybe their little shtick, but it's distracting. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what else was there. What am I forgetting? Uh, it was a it was a pretty busy night. Yeah, but um, there was a lot of you know the one thing that was cool about it was a lot of different stuff. That's what I like about that venue, like that program, is that you just get some random. Like, luckily, you didn't have to sit through twelve minutes of grass growing. Yeah. Oh man, I love grass. Um, we did have one guy, an old guy, come in with a twenty-two minute piece, and the cutoff is fifteen minutes, and we had to turn him away and say, you know, he's like, well, but my son, he won an award for this. It's it's been shown internationally. Okay. And we were just like, sorry. <laughs> okay, well, well I got to call my people and tell them not to come down here. I'm like, I'm really sorry. Well, and there's there's a thing where if it's longer than 15 minutes, they can have it shown before Special arrangement, the actual yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. And because um, the website's so bad, he thought the phone number on the website, which he texted like to get information for, that's the uh, that's number the... used to comment on the movie <laughs> during the show. Oh. So it was just, I don't think he's ever coming back. But That's too bad. Um, but you have a lot of, how many entries do you have? 15? That night, yeah, oh was yeah, fifteen, yeah, it was. was a lot. We packed to the, to the gills, and then when November's a big month for you guys. Well, yeah, it's it's yeah. sandwiched in between months of two months of nothing. Well, that's um, that's true, yeah. October and December, there's no show, so yeah, everyone's all pent up, and there was also like a birthday party afterwards. So like all, the frustrating thing was like, the, uh, the person they were having the party for, their friends were in the lobby, and they were just talking. At full volume throughout mm-hmm. all the pieces. Oh, oh so Artface Studios, they did the puppet one. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, they, oh, cool. They commented after that, like, they were like, yeah, today was good, but those people in the back just, like, really took, like, distracted from our film. Yeah, the the thing with the Artface that I forgot about the puppet one is it was funny, but it was way too long. Like, mm-hmm. it needed to end. Yeah, it, it was, was funny, because, yeah, I've usually, usually like do shorter Artface ones. ones. They're, they're usually, it yeah. just kept on going and going and going and going and going and going. And Oh, was this the one about, like, the dudes in the woods? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. The hiking one. You missed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the It'll trailer be on YouTube. for that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, our episode, though. Think think it was received well? Uh, yeah, I think I th- that the problem is it was really big inside, I think. I don't know. Big inside joke? Yeah. I mean, it, people were laughing at parts. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't feel the same watching it as our other ones. I don't know. What did you think? I didn't get any feedback, so that's why I'm curious. Like hmm. no one said anything about it. So 
Interesting. Well, I mean, Total Ghost was really excited to see it. It's pretty funny. We got, <laughs> yeah, we got like, the best introduction intro. ever. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the guy from Total Ghost. Uh, which Randy. one? Randy. He says, oh, man, I love what the real nerds do. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited to see this. Thanks, yeah. Randy. Yeah. And they, they, they all said it looked really good. Um, the comedians thought it was funny. The one guy said it was, he said rape too much. <laughs> yeah, he said rape too much. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't think rape was a big issue. We said fuck a lot in it. <laughs> you said fuck I a lot. I did say fuck a lot in it. Um, <laughs> I was telling Brad afterwards, I said, yeah, you're going to have a, that's going to be a bleeping, bleeping episode. Next season, yeah. what I want to do is I want to take a page out of uh, Edgar Wright's book. And every time you do a take where you say that, you know, fuck on it, mm-hmm. I'm going to make you do another take where you say like some random word like chicken. Cool. You know, I'm pretty sure I just read the script though. Huh? <laughs> uh, but no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, and two, I don't know why some of the jokes didn't land, because um, I don't know if people couldn't hear something, because the part at the end where Zach Eastman says, <laughs> now where's your dogs, because I want to rape them, is actually really funny, so. Yeah, uh, obviously the audio in that room is different from when it's on my laptop, but um, I will admit the the music to the Ghost Trappers theme does come up a little too high at the very end of his statement, mm. so. It does and get I, lost, but I have sort of noticed that when we're there, um, just the sound in general in that room is not always really good for that, and so yeah, so subtle things like that can just get lost. But I do I've know had my other people's films too. My ad lib line got the biggest laughs. That's all I care about. <laughs> the Don Knotts one? Really? No, it wasn't the Don Knotts <laughs> one. It was uh, supermodels can make cripples. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was funny. Yeah, that, that got a lot of laughs. Uh, good, good, good. But cool. and, and the Reggie close up got a lot of laughs. Is pretty funny. Oh, Reg. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's the sound, uh, yeah. or, or maybe, maybe it wasn't the, very good. Maybe we're fucking talentless. You know, maybe yeah, we maybe it just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, may, I, I think maybe to the audience, um, they're really biased to one short. It was like the group of girls and stuff that were down to the right. Oh, you mean there's like a lot of people together with one group? Yeah, and they're like clapping and sh- I can't even remember which one it was for. Yeah, I don't but it wasn't that good. Like I was sitting there, like right before I was went, and like it, I thought it was supposed to go on second after intermission, but it went on third, mm-hmm. and like it was kind of at the height of when people in the lobby were really acting up. Yeah. So I think this the vibe was like, and the, I th- I, I'm not sure, but I think the one before us was like people were like bummed out about. Like, uh, it was the one before us. I can't remember. I don't remember. I re- I know we went to intermission like with that like foreign romance thing on the train. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were really psyched about that, and then it came back to two other things, and I can't remember what they were. Yeah, that was shot really well. The only thing me and Laura were talking about after intermission was, hey, that one was kind of clever, but then the title card made it, and the DVD menu made it look like a pornography. <laughs> That's all I could think of. I saw that it ended abruptly. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know how to describe it to people who didn't see it, but it's just like, as soon as you got into what was going on, it just ended. Yeah, and I think them stretching it longer would be really hard because... You know, the thing when people make characters is you you realize that if you're going to make a character like this, you're stuck with him for however long you're going to put him on screen. So how long are you going to get behind someone who's lying constantly? Mm. And um, But I mean, it was well done. What did you think of Tubbs? Meh. Meh. And the art of acting out, that was the other one. Oh, yeah. The art of acting out, they want to come on the show. Mm. Um, so we'll be interviewing them soon. Yeah. Uh, they were nice enough to like our uh, <laughs> podcast all the way through. Uh, so they basically are doing a Kickstarter. It's like a sitcom, um, but a little zany. 
about a guy who quits his job as a barista to become an actor. Yeah, and his name is Phil Collins, and so, of course, they'll get some jokes out of that. Um, seems like it's all right. I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah, maybe see a full episode. Yeah, maybe see a whole episode go. Because um, yeah. it was a Kickstarter campaign video. And the whole vi- pitch was that there's a guy in the, like, in the writer's room, and you can see what he's writing being acted out next to him. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll hmm. see. I, I, I liked. I mean, I liked the variety. Um, yeah, I just deal without Santa coming on <laughs> people. The only funny part about the whole thing was their description of it was Santa helps a boy with cancer or something, and it had nothing to do with what they were yeah. doing. <laughs> oh, a lot, a lot like their Adam the Amazing Zombie Killer. Oh God, that's horrible. <laughs> you haven't seen it. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. You, you told me they told me that it's about zombie. It's not about zombies, and there's no zombies in it. It's true. I, I'm saying that's the same thing that happened there. Yeah, yeah. They they have a little bit. They have they trick they they're creative with their advertising. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's probably way too long <laughs> to talk about something that most people don't care about, uh, except us. Um. So yeah, you'll probably get to see the episode. I I, I want to fix some stuff before I put it online, so it's gonna sit on the shelf for a little bit. Okay. Um. But the other, the main thing I watched this week, I went to saw Akira. Oh yeah. At the Alamo Draft House, um, they play the Blu-ray re- re- uh, 25th anniversary release, and um, it was good. It looked good. Um, in the past, I haven't been able to like understand what's going on a lot. <laughs> in in that movie, or in the movie, yeah. It's and then very good. This time around, <laughs> I, I got it more. Um, still pretty amazing animation-wise. Absolutely, no, it's a gorgeous movie. Yeah, um, but the. The worst part is the, uh, I don't know if it's the original English dub of it, but this their dialogue choices on how to translate Japanese was just, like, lame. Like, this, this, this the yeah. Does it so, it sort of what they like choose to James put James Cameron dialogue? Huh? Just, is it just, like, corny and, you know, is that what you're saying, talking about? Yeah, it's, like, in order to, just, like, match up the English words to, like, the Japanese animated mouth movements, they just... Yeah. You can tell they're they're throwing stuff in that doesn't need to be said. Oh, I see. Just to make the mouths look like they're saying. I'm surprised they didn't do uh, English subtitles. Yeah, I I was kind of hoping they would done full Japanese, but I guess you know it's it's Littleton. (laughs) Whoa, (laughs) the the rich the rich part of Littleton people probably don't watch a lot of uh, subtitles. (laughs) And some movies can be dubbed really well, Um, and with animated stuff like. I I absolutely think that dubbing with live action movies is is bad. That's you know because you're losing the actual inflection of the actor who said stuff. But with animated stuff, you don't actually have that. You know, it, there's already a separation there. There's so. a bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. Um. As long as, but I would prefer that when they dub stuff, they not try to match it to the the the. I'd rather it be off much. than yeah. have them say something stupid. Yeah. Exactly. To fill the time. Um. So that was the only part that was just like, oh god. Because like the the Miyazaki movies when they're when they're dubbed, I think they're done really well. Yeah. Um, of course, you know they're all they're all also like. And Akira is maybe dramatic. one of the first like breakthrough animes to come here, though. That's too. true. Yeah, maybe they didn't spend as much time on it back then. Yeah. Well, huh. I know. I, th- I I think they've done. Yeah, in the different re-releases, I think they've done new recordings, and I think this was a new recording because I don't I don't oh. remember it being as silly hmm. as say the one I got like in 2001 or something. So the, like the actual voices characters sounded different. Hmm. Like different people. So 
from what I remember. But again, it's not like I watch it every day, so <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, that's uh, that is all I watched, I believe. But you got Samurai Cop, right? I I did I got it, but I didn't watch it. We're all gonna watch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! I know the people who made that movie are really excited that you tweeted that. I know. Yeah. I, uh, I don't get a lot of advertising oh, for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. No, I, I'm I, saying we should have a party. We should get yeah. everybody to watch it. <laughs> have right. you seen it? Oh yeah, I saw it. Yeah, the you saw the Esquire. Theater. Didn't you fall asleep at one point? No. Okay. No. Because I hear you usually fall asleep at the Esquire. The bastards were MS2 through Kang it, so that was fun. Mm. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, you, I can't imagine that movie being fun just on your own. Like you got to get a group oh, together. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get a little drunk. Yeah. Make fun of the movie. I get you. Cool. Yeah. James, what did you say? Um, I only really watched one thing, but real quick, I want to go back to... Uh, Brian, you didn't watch this week's How I Met Your Mother, did you? I did not see it. Well, you should check it out, because I just want to say that that show in its final season has pulled out of the stops, and it is so much fun. Sweet. Um, not too much spoilers. I, I heard but... it's been... It was pretty crazy, because i I obviously a fan of theirs on Facebook. Yeah. And they told everybody they should really watch this episode. Yeah. They... Um, they they do a whole episode that's all in rhyme, uh, and it's so much fun. Um, Sweet, yeah, just really funny and zany. The kind of the kind of thing that is why I loved that show to begin with, and I I, I realize how much I missed it. And I I wish I could put my finger on it. What it is that's sort of been missing the last two seasons, but whatever it is, it's back now. Um, so it's, it's certainly you know people need to be watching that show. And also, uh, I. I've seen now the first three episodes of Almost Human, mm-hmm. and the third episode is really kind of fun. My stepmother really likes that show. Yeah, like I think once they got over the stupid parts of trying to get this premise out there of like once once they get to the status quo of he's a cop, he's a robot, they're buddies and they're fighting space like future crime. <laughs> like once they could get past introducing that premise, I think that it's really fun. Like there's. Um, the way that they're writing it to introduce like these these little bits of technology and stuff like that into the crime and um, and and they do it in such a sly way that it doesn't feel like hokey sci-fi channel stuff where it's like the episode's about this like it's just something thrown in that you know a year down the down the road they could just do all this stuff and not have to explain to people like oh you know this place person was wearing wearing a, a fake face hologram thing and they were doing it for this reason like they could just throw out these terms and fans of the show would just roll with it and have some really cool sci-fi so if you're falling off of revolution um because that show is kind of boring or you know if you're watching continuum and wishing that you had something better this is probably not a bad one to jump onto um so yeah uh but then the one movie i did watch this week which, man, only seeing one movie in a week when I've got to get, like, another 20 by the end of the year. Um, but uh, I got a chance to see Paranoia, um, which is the movie with uh, Harrison Ford and Liam Hemsworth and Gary Oldman, and Richard Dreyfus is in this, too. Like What? Yeah, he's in the trailer. You missed that? I do, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> seeing him in, in the trailer yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in this movie! <laughs> All I remember from He's the trailer is uh, is Harrison Ford yelling, and now I'm standing on your neck, um, <laughs> which is the, the reason why I saw this movie. Um, the cast is fantastic. It really is. The The movie is basically that Liam Hemsworth, um, he's working for this you know tech company and wants to help do some exciting stuff, and he tries to pitch this thing to Gary Oldman, and Gary Oldman's like, this is not very good, and so he fires everyone on the guy's team. Liam Hemsworth's team, 
Um, and then he meets with Liam Hemsworth in secret and is like, I'm going to hire you and you're going to go into Harrison Ford's company. And because uh, Gary Oldman used to work for Harrison Ford and he's like, you're going to go work for Her- Harrison Ford and you're going to find out what this new phone he's developing is and you're going to get it to me and you know, so that I can compete with him or whatever. Um, and I, I wish I could explain to you why this movie is forgettable. <laughs> um, I w- yeah, like this movie is forgettable in the same way that like Anthony Hopkins fracture is forgettable. Like, That's with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah, and it's a good movie. It's an interesting, decent movie. Um, but just like that movie that most people have never seen and will never see, this is a movie that or like Limitless. Remember Limitless mm-hmm. with um, what's his face? Is that the one where the guy is Limitless? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he made yeah, a, yeah. A, that made a night like ninety million dollars at the box office. That's true. Actually, that one probably did. <laughs> I was uh, gonna say. So I think that one's pretty good. But still, like, um, you're talking about like, oh yeah, I remember seeing that once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, people will see it and then they don't necessarily buy it on Blu-ray. It's not a movie that they love, um, and especially in a case like this where the actors are fantastic. You know, like. When they finally get to the scene where Harrison Ford yells, and now I'm standing on your neck, it's cool. Like, they 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 get that line. Um, I think some of it has to do with the fact that it is a movie where, like, it's these two companies that are very clearly an Apple and Microsoft. Like, Harrison Ford is wearing a lot of black turtlenecks, and he's bald in the movie, you know. Um, there are a lot of weird parallels where they're clearly trying to make it this phone war thing. Um, and I, a, a movie about the phone war is not really that interesting. Like, like I, I, if, if their rivalry were more interesting, uh, and there was a bit more of a world impact on it. But when they talk about like this phone's going to revolutionize things and it's going to, it's going to wash everything you do and it's going to know you better than you know yourself. And I'm just like, really that's that's the premise of what their their business is and what they're stealing and stuff like that like i don't know i I think that's the big place where it the plot sort of falls apart um and so no matter how good the characters are when liam hemsworth is like breaking in and stealing stuff you're just like there's not actually that much at stake here yeah the stakes Um, are really low yeah exactly (laughs) like you're really the city's not in danger if he fails yeah you're stealing an iphone yeah um it's not really that (laughs) impressive um but it, it's still it's still fun, and you know if it, if you come across it on a Netflix, um, you know yeah you probably ought to check it out, um, if only to see Harrison Ford be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, but that's everything I watched. Wow, slow week, always. Yeah, actually, I totally forgot. Oh fuck, Brad. <sighs> oh man. Well, I think you might want to talk about this. I I rewatched uh, Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Yeah. What'd you think? Still bad. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's everything I remember. Uh, everything I remember about it being awful is like still there. Hmm. Um, it's just. What about the scene where he's going through the city on like that? Okay, the, so one stunt the, is cool. <laughs> There's another ninety minutes of garbage <laughs> dialogue and like useless. I don't think I've seen it in ten years. Yeah, that's how long I hadn't seen it in. Um, and then fat Chris Hardworks in it. <laughs> oh, really? He's one of the scientists at the end. He's just like walking down the hallway talking and explaining like how Skynet's going to work. Oh, funny. Huh? Yeah. Back when he was an alcoholic. Yeah. There's just tons of silly stuff. Um, and uh, I should remember like stuff that like the Terminator, like they had early on in the movie. There's this one thing where the Terminator, the Arnold one comes, you know, back, goes to the, Again, goes to another biker bar. Talk well, to the hand. Actually, it's a gay bar, or no, it's yeah. a it's a Chippendales bar. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and so they're rehashing the whole 
like giving him a, a specific reason to get the whole biker outfit again. Yeah. Slightly different because his shirt's different. But then he gets in, he finds a truck and right away instead of like, because this is a new Terminator. It's not the one that melted in the last movie. This is yeah. another one from the future. Right. It flips down the, um, the eye shade from the roof because he remembers that's what John Connor taught him in the last movie is you don't have to bust open the ignition. You can just sometimes humans put them up there. Yeah. But this is a Terminator that shouldn't know that. And then later down the road in the movie, um, I'm like, okay, well maybe it is, maybe I forgot. Maybe it is the Terminator. Like there's a reason why he remembers that. Nope. Because later on they're driving and like, Arnold explains how he is a new Terminator, and John Connor says, "Oh, great! I have to reteach you all the stuff I taught you." Yeah. Well, so, except that his wife is the one that reprogrammed him, and so he could learn that from his wife. Not important. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, so that that Terminator from the future is the Terminator that kills John Connor in that version of the story. Yeah. Um, and gets like then captured by Claire Danes' character, and Claire Danes is the one who reprograms him and sends him back to help them. So it's entirely possible that she could have taught him to look for keys. To also look car. for keys. Yeah, that um, sounds even great, it, too. I don't think it matters. <laughs> like, I don't think that the fact that the Terminator finds, you know... I but think the action just, scenes in that movie are fun. I think the way the movie ends is, is smart. Um, so... Uh, it's just details like that. And, like, it just... The the other two are just so serious, and this one's so lighthearted. Um, yeah. No, I'll agree with you. Yeah. It um, just... It doesn't feel like the Terminator world that, like... And it... Also, given our conversations of like how I wish they treated the John Connor legacy, yeah, like sit. I was watching the movie, sitting there going like, God, this would be so much more interesting if like the whole time, like we were watching this movie, knowing that the Terminator, like the uh, Skynet, is so stupid that it thinks there's a John Connor running around when it's actually just you know this Resistance legend. You know, they're constantly sending Terminators back to get this guy who doesn't exist. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if they just killed John Connor in the past and it didn't affect the future at all, the Terminators would be like, well, we killed him and nothing changed. Yeah. We didn't win. <laughs> Why is that? Because you did kill him yeah. and it's not one guy you got to kill. You got to stop the humans in the future. Yeah. Like, that's a fun idea. But, yeah. inst- but it said, like, oh, yeah, let's get a, a, a girl to be a Terminator and, like, She's her cute. boobs will grow when the cops show up and which... Oh, there's something about that scene too. Like not that. Uh, what was it? Yeah, I forget it. I don't remember. I mm. I do think that the way they designed the TX is is pretty dumb. Like the fact that she, she when she wants to test DNA, she picks it with her finger and then sexily licks her finger. Oh yeah. I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, the TX is not them. great. Um, yeah. yeah, and then even Arnold's like they give Arnold too many joke lines, whereas. Oh, yeah. What made the last movie funny was like they were few and far between, mm-hmm. you know. Really, funny. I think like I need a vacation is really out of like the tone of the movie. That one in that movie is probably like the farthest one from like what is like it's out of character for him. But in this movie, like all of his lines are just like he says every kind. Like, yeah. He says all kinds of like weird cliche stuff that I guess Claire Danes could have taught him in the future. <laughs> um so yeah. you anyway know what, you know what i want to see in a terminator movie i want to see a terminator movie about uh, a future where they have a terminator and they have to fight their way into some like uh machines compound that has a time machine in it so that they can get the terminator into the time machine and that's the whole movie <laughs> you know like no none of the other bullshit just a like that's that's why terminator salvation should have been good 
because they could have mined that whole franchise for so many cool stories uh, for so long. My favorite is the submarine part in Terminator Salvation. Fuck you. <laughs> it's the worst part of that movie. I haven't seen it in a while. I have yeah. not. I'm going to watch you them all again because now you got me my interest <laughs> peaked right yeah. now. It, I, I, I do kind of want to see Salvation again because I haven't seen it since, like, I think I rented it after I saw it in theaters. So I think I've seen it twice, but... I remember being like, there was a there was a shell of like something could have been great, and then oh, they they went back to the old like problems. Yeah, they, they just rehashed the same stuff. You it's know, a, it's a great seed that, in that movie. Like it could have been so cool. Yeah, man, Terminator Salvation could have should have been the best Terminator movie. It's my favorite. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I love the part where Christian Bell is just yelling at people in it. If that had been a road trip movie between Kyle Reese and a Terminator, oh man, that's what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be a road trip movie in the future. Yeah, ever since two, we've all been wanting that like forever in darkness future war thing, and they yeah. still can't do it. Yeah, they just, they just keep going back to the fucking desert. <laughs> it's Christian Bale's fault. I, I'm still blaming Christian Bale. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's cool. a real. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. I had to get that out there. That's fine. I'm going to watch it this week now. You piqued my interest in Terminator 3. All right. I'm going to tell you how much I love to suck its dick. <laughs> okay. So he's... No, no. Okay. So he... they, t- So after the Terminator has Claire Danes and um, John Connor, uh, just, you know, he has to find a place to keep them safe, right? So he takes them to a mausoleum, which is where Sarah Connor hid her guns, and then they have like they have this whole expositional thing about explaining away like why Linda Linda, Linda Hamilton's not in the movie, mm-hmm. and then the SWAT She's team dead. shows up, huh? Yeah, she got She's leukemia. Dead. But I mean, like, are you getting to the fact that the doctor's there for no fucking reason? Yeah, that 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 doctor from the second movie shows up. Yeah, because um, he just happens to be on the SWAT team ambulance payroll or whatever, and then s- to escape the SWAT team guns, which like Claire Danes just jumps out of that mausoleum and. Like, they've already initiated that they're just going to shoot everybody. And then, okay, this is John Connor, right? He's the most precious thing to the Terminator. He puts John Connor in the coffin, which isn't, like, steel-lined, and puts him on his shoulder, carries him out, and they're just shooting at the Terminator, and there's, like, bullets bouncing off this apparently steel-lined coffin. And then when he gets in the hearse... John Connor just opens up the lid. They're still shooting bullets all over the place. And John Connor's just kind of sitting up, like, ducking, like, trying to avoid all these bullets. Like, and this is the guy who we have to protect. Like, one bullet could destroy the future. Yeah, I think you could make the same argument with some scenes in the last one. Like, there are times when when John Connor in the second one is in more danger than he probably should be, but... Um... But it's really easy for the Terminator right no, now to I, protect him. Like no, he's I just understand. not I, yeah, yeah. open up the coffin and sit up I, while they're I, firing bullets. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's not a perfect movie. That's what I'm saying. I never said that. It, it was a, it, like that. Yeah. Sorry. That one just, I was thinking about that one the most while I was watching it. Lazy. Nah. Sorry, Ryan. Just I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait like a minute. See if Brad has anything else he hates about Terminator 3. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that I'm going to rag on it so much that you're going to love it now? Yeah, I'm going to totally, I'm oh, yeah. love it out of spite. I'm going to find reasons to love it. I still it. do. I still do enjoy that movie. I think it's. Funny. I don't know. I'll have to watch it again. I liked it when it's I lame. saw it. Do you remember how it's badass lame. it is when he's hanging on this crane and he's totally. swinging back and forth? Oh, my God. That, that car chasing is pretty cool. It is awesome. Plus, the, the TX has got, like, nanites and shit. So and you she take has tits. That's, yeah, that makes it badass. Can uh, cords rip through concrete like it does and then... <laughs> 
Who gives a fuck? It looks cool. <laughs> Man. Jeez, Brad. How can we how can we please Brad? I'm gonna throw that disc out my window. <laughs> <laughs> my Terminator anthology is gonna be one minus one movie. <laughs> Speaking of dick sucking, wait till you hear about the comic I read. What's up, nerds? It's the comics corner. Uh, I got this really cool comic series. I don't know if I've. I it's called Dick Sucking. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've talked about. It. I hope I have sucks it. Dicks. Hey, it's called uh, Sex Criminals. Oh, uh, it's uh, written by Matt Fraction, and I forget who the artist is. Is that the one where you walk into the store and on the shelf there's just like this big word "sex" no. on the wall? No, 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 that, no. that's sex. That's oh. sex, which is a different book. Okay. Uh, sex Criminals is uh, uh, centered around this girl that when she has sex and orgasms, the world stops. And so, uh, during the whole, like just forever or no, for a limited amount of time. Oh, okay. Uh, so the world stops and she meets a guy who it's the same thing happens with him, but he calls it come world. She calls it the other. <laughs> he calls it come world. Um, oh. and it's a really, it's a funny story and it's just gaining momentum. I've read the, th- I just read the third issue and what they're doing now is uh, they have sex, so time stops, and then they go rob banks. Oh yeah! And then there's the sex police that, I guess this is a not a unknown phenomenon, and they're chasing them down. It's pretty funny, and it's like it's a cool little story, and um, it's different. It's really weird. Yeah, that sounds weird. Um, because the first the first issue tells her side of the story where she found out when she had an orgasm that lights went everywhere, like rainbows, and she realized she can get up and walk around and um, do these things. And then the guy is is his issue is a second issue and his dick like glows. Um, <laughs> it's it's a really unusual story, but it's told really well and it's really funny. Um, the art in it's pretty good. Um, I don't think you can find the first issue anymore. Mm. Um, you might they is might it make it a it's print. image right. It is image. Man, image they're dogs. They're, um, it's ridiculous. They all they know exactly how many to print to make sure that that book sells out and becomes like uh, a hot item a hot item yeah um yeah but you should really uh you should really check it out it's if you if you could find it i definitely would pick it up because yeah. it's just zany enough and silly enough that it's it's pretty good um like i said matt fraction he did uh a bunch of marvel stuff and he was able to go off he, and kind of do his own little thing on he's this. the guy who's been running uh iron man for a while now. Yeah. yeah and he he does these little things at the end where it's how he prepares to write Sex World, and they're really funny. That's cool. Um, so yeah, you should definitely pick up Sex World. Uh, yeah. Who does the art? Is it? I don't even. Is it Zerdowski or something like that? Well, uh, is it cool? What kind of art is it? Yeah, it's um, it's kind of cartoony. Yeah. But not totally cartoony. I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Is I it mean, kind of psychedelic. Yeah, there's not a lot of detail in the characters and stuff. Um, so it kind of looks animated-ish. Yeah. But not like kid animated. I don't. That doesn't make sense at all. But. You'd have to read it. Um, I know for a fact that Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics does not have any issues left of one, two, or three. Hmm. Um, so, but if you if you wait till like January, I bet you can go in there and get a trade for yeah, for twenty. I'm sure off. you can. Yeah, I'm sure you can go and ask Andrew to order you the trade when it comes out because I think my new previews actually does have the trade in it. So I think that comes out February. Um, I don't know if it's going to be an ongoing series. I I don't know. Um, so we'll see. It'll be exciting. Um, I can't wait for the climax. Ah, I saw what you did there. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Sorry, I just flashed back to John Connor's narration in Terminator Three. <laughs> <laughs> That's like your Vietnam, like <laughs> PTSD is, is Terminator Three. Flashbacks. 
Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, pick up Sex Criminals if you see it. And if you do see it, I would pick it up because I'm guessing it's going to be Image's next $50 book in a month. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's what I, I think you should pick up. Cool. I wonder what's coming out on Blu-ray. Fuck DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> DVD releases and Blu-rays. Oh, I know what's coming out. There is actually one on coming out on a DVD. Like, I didn't see a Blu-ray of it, so maybe we are talking about a DVD. Um, the big one is uh, The Wolverine is coming out uh, along with that Unleashed Extended Edition with all the blood and guts and shit. And they say fuck a bunch more times. Yeah. I was reading a review of it. Um, th- th- I'm interested because if you look on the Amazon one, the 3D one says it's the Unleashed Edition. If you look at the normal Blu-ray, at the bottom it says includes the Unleashed and Theatrical Cut. Um, so I don't, but then I saw a, a commercial for it a couple nights ago and the same DVD or the Blu-ray cover for the normal one doesn't have that on the bottom. Hmm. So I'm I'm going to wait, I'm going to go to Best Buy on Tuesday and see if I have to get the 3D one to get the Unleashed Edition. Um, because well, cause I, there's like the cool box. You're saying that are there, are there yeah. two different versions of the cool box art one? Uh, no, if you click Look on it real man. fast, I'll show you. This is really fun. Hey Brad, why don't you tell us more why you don't um why you don't like uh Terminator three? Oh gosh, let's see. See, so um, right there if oh, it yeah, says yeah, includes yeah. two includes theatrical So if you go down though, that's a three D version of it. Oh this go is... go to like the uh single disc or the other version of it. There's another version of oh, it. Oh here, multi format two disc. Yeah, that one. Oh, I see what you're saying. And then if you click on it, if you look at the bottom, it says it includes it. Yeah. But, but... I've seen um, the ad for it on TV doesn't have that little wording on the bottom. Plus, if you scroll down in like this features, it doesn't say that it comes with that version. Well, and this looks different than even the other Blu-ray version. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways. The, the point is there are two versions of this movie. Yeah. Two well, versions of the Wolverine. Seven. We're not really sure how many. Well, but... they're probably simplifying the information for the TV ads TV mm, ad because yeah. they have a limited amount of time. But, um... yeah. but I'm going to wait. I'm going to check out... Uh, uh, Best Buy, then I'll order it on Amazon when I'm at Best Buy. In catalogs, they'll have different art for, like, say, The World's End. Like, the font of The World's End was mm-hmm. different in a lot of catalogs. There's just, like, Helvetica. But actually, when we bought it, it was, you know, some serif font. I think. <laughs> What's that? Only. I think Garamond. <laughs> <laughs> um, Only. But yeah, they don't. That art isn't accurate all the time. What's the. Uh, what font do they use for The Little Mermaid? I can't see it from here. I'm just saying. Uh, there is a Diamond Edition of The Little Mermaid coming out this week. I didn't see a Blu-ray version it of it. It came out there. a month ago. Oh, yeah. okay. Disney so does is, that. So this is just the DVD version yeah, of it. Okay. Disney wants you to adopt the Blu-ray because I have the Blu-ray version. Um, yeah. So the Blu-ray comes with the DVD. And when you get the DVD version, it comes with a Blu-ray too. Oh, really? Yeah, so this it's is in a just... DVD case. Yeah. Interesting. They want you to adopt Blu-ray. Yeah, and absolutely. So, that and, makes sense. But then like a month later, they'll do just a DVD re-release because yeah. they've okay. been on DVD before. I, I, it only like popped up because it's like the number two selling thing this week. So yep. um, speaking of number two, uh, the Smurfs 2 is coming out this oh, week. Oh, cool. So mm-hmm. if you're a big no fan. Patrick Harris. Uh, the Mortal Instruments City of Bones, which I feel like that was just in theaters. It was. Man. January. It, no, 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 no. Was it no, uh, not, Jan- not January? Jan- what am I talking October? About? Is it was it October? O- September. September. It was September. Yeah, September sounds right. So a month and a half. Um, there's also the extended edition of Argo comes out this cool. week in a, in a pretty big ass looking case. Like, I know. I hope it awesome. actually looks like that in, in well, it's real. It's probably life. like the Town um, Ultimate Edition. Oh, I've never seen the Town Ultimate Edition. Yeah, it's like. A Is it like a, it's like a big box yeah. set thing? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that oh comes yeah, this comes with a box. It looks like a it looks like a storyboards book, and oh, that's really cool, man. 
Um, so check that out. Uh, the um, Drinking Buddies with uh, Olivia Wilde. I heard that movie's pretty good. Fun, funny people. Yeah, I think it's on. I think it's been on streaming for a while. Mm. Um, because I don't think it got like a real wide release, so I think you were able to get it like on Amazon mm-hmm. and things like that a lot earlier. Uh, they're releasing a box set of the Hangover trilogy. Cool. Uh, Jonathan Levine's All the Boys Love Mandy Lane is coming out this week. Uh, which, if if you don't know, this is a it's like a horror movie that has been in the can for like fucking fifteen years, seven years, seven years. <laughs> sure, um, says two thousand six right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that he he made a long time ago and has been trying to get out and and it finally got like a tiny little theatrical release this week or this year. Um, so now is your I know I want to see it. it. I hope I it will be available on Amazon Instant. It's one of those movies where whether it's good or not, I'm I. It's just an interesting thing that like mm-hmm. it's a horror movie and I'm still like enticed to see it just because you of like how Jonathan weird. Levine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, he did Warm Bodies, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Warm 50, Bodies, Fifty Fifty. Um, what was the one before that? There was, cause there was a small one. Uh, yeah. I don't shoot. remember. Anyway. Um, but you know, he's just an interesting director and, and a horror movie seems a little different for him. So, um, also for our friend Zach Eastman, there is a like super collector's edition of pain and gain this week. Um, so well, have you looked at the pain that? and gain Blu-ray? There's, I don't think there's any special features on oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. Huh? Um, Winnie Mandela, which is the other Mandela movie, comes out this week, um, which is more centered. It's got it's uh, Jennifer Hudson, and it's more about his wife, obviously, based on the title. Um, and The Night of the Naked Dead. Oh, yeah. Which is clearly a... Uh, what is that? Uh, this is the Three Flavors Cornetto trilogy. Um, that's what it says here on Amazon. But this is... Oh, the, the picture they have is just the... Steelbook. Steelbook edition of The World's End. So I don't really no um isn't the release date december 3rd though yes no yeah it's december 3rd oh that is next week um (laughs) but the world's end came out last week yeah um so i i'm hoping that this is a really cool because i don't own any of them on (laughs) blu-ray so i'm hoping that this art is wrong and that this there is actually going to be like a cool collector's edition of all three dollars um yeah right like why would a steelbook edition be 70 dollars but um, and for all three movies, but only show the world's end on the front. Well, yeah, and the steelbook edition of the world's end. I, yeah, I don't, I don't get this it. Is confusing. Um, yeah, but I, I, want I think it. that Amazon has just, you know, I used to put art on Amazon as my job, and it's really easy to fuck up because uh, they don't actually watch it too good. So um, hopefully, there is really a badass Cornetto trilogy. I haven't opened my world's end. Maybe I'll trade it in. <laughs> that one is sweet. <laughs> anyway, that's everything coming out this week. Cool. So go check out Night of the Naked Dead. Do you have somewhere to be, Brad? Yeah. Yeah. He literally, he literally does. <laughs> you keep on checking your phone. Where are you going? I'm going to the Grolix. Fuck you, Brad. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is real news. It's real news. Do you guys see the the poster with a green goblin on it? <laughs> That's the first thing we were going to talk about. Um, I, I thought we were going to get through not talking about Spider-Man stuff, but uh, yeah, there's totally a green goblin on that fucking poster right there. Yeah, or someone flying a glider. It's a green goblin-esque person. <laughs> yeah. For sure. It's a weather balloon. Um, it's, a, it's a weather balloon. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, some people are like, is this real? It looks, I mean, it looks real. It looks yeah. like it's... It's entirely possible that it's not real, but... Uh, guys, I have a confession. I made that poster. That's pretty. That's pretty good. <laughs> good job, Brad. They need to hire you for this shit. And it, what's cool? When I was looking at this, you know, James, it kind of goes with our the rhino might be a truck. 
Like, because uh, um, it kind of like suit. Is the well, truck? I, yeah. No, I think it's like a mech. I think the Rhino is going to be a mech or something. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think what we were, what I, or at least what I was originally thinking from the early art was simply that the Rhino was just going to be a thief and that he was going to be driving. Like it was yeah. going to start with him like driving this truck and just destroying a bunch of shit and being unstoppable, and then Spider Man would stop him and get him out of the truck. But this makes it seem like there is absolutely a suit, um, and it looks very. Um, uh, that that Joe Kelly story, you know the that, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the new one, the yeah the new, new one Rhino. that's got like the red eyes and shit like that. It looks very much like that. Looks um, cool. I think a mech version of the Rhino would be the right way to go. And yeah. I don't know, I don't know why I never thought of that. Well, yeah, well, um, it, it has to. Some people are. I hate the people on the internet because uh, they're talking about how stupid it looks. Yeah, it looks more stupid than a dude in an actual rhino suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a just a fat dude in a gray, gray like gray spandex leotard. and a horn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that would look fucking horrible. You know, um, for for you, James, I uh, people are you know looking on the IMDb page. An actor put Herman Schultz down, and that's the AKA the Shocker, <laughs> like alter ego. So dude. maybe the Shocker makes an appearance. That would be cool. Are, are there any? Let me let me stare at this poster for the. Oh, there's a bright light over here, and this <laughs> this taxi is blowing up. Clearly, the shocker is the one who shot this taxi. Uh, which interesting about this poster, though, it does not say Amazing Spider-Man Two on it. So I don't think it's going to be Amazing Spider-Man Two. It says something: the big greatest battle awaits, or something, or yeah. Something like that. Uh, but I mean, also, if you have a poster like that, you don't need to put Spider-Man on it. No, like I mean, you everyone know who looks it at is. it and goes like, "Oh, yeah, Spider-Man movie." Um, but yeah, it could be that this is simply a promo par- uh, poster from before they actually finalized that title uh, yeah. and that they haven't laid the title in. Though I don't even know where you put the title. Like on a poster like this, the only place to put the title is right over the date in the bottom right hand <laughs> yeah. corner. Like you can't amazing Spider-Man all over the the people. It looks cool. So, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh it's definitely the movie I want to see most next year because it's so secretive. Yeah, um, they've done a good job. Yeah, Especially for a job. non-Marvel Marvel movie. Yeah. Um I will say though that now, now that they are confirming that they're well, not confirming, but yeah, we're getting a good idea that there's definitely going to be some kind of goblin in this movie. Um, man, we may have too many villains in it. No, you know, I still think though, even if it's not Norman, if I think it'd actually be pretty tragic if it was Harry. Yeah, and Harry's the one who you know kidnapped Gwen and wanted to hurt Peter by throwing Gwen off the bridge. That'd I think cool. it would actually work really well. That'd be cool, um, but we'll see. Um, Doesn't matter right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, did you guys see that awesome video about how Magneto killed yeah, JFK? Yeah, awesome. That was pretty cool. If if we get nothing at like, if we get nothing else good out of the day, days of future past, that was at least a fun little or the video. JFK assassination. Uh, well, yes, yeah. If nothing, I guess fifty good years. I guess fifty years is enough time to pass <laughs> where you can. I, th- I think they handle it tastefully. Oh no, it's 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 interesting. It's it's really interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Um, there's also word that. Uh, Edgar Wright, speaking of World's End, is uh, working with the guy who wrote Old Boy, which we saw this week, uh, to write an actual scary movie, like not a not a comedy. Um, mm. Which I hope that's true. I think he I could think do he'd it. Be really good at that because uh, the part in Shaun of the Dead at the end is straight up horror. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, and he he's so kinetic that like I think he would get a very different kind of horror. Movie. Oh yeah. Um, Did you guys watch the special features on the World's End yet? No. I haven't bought it yet. I haven't opened it. I think I'm going to put it on my Christmas list, which is shitty, because that means I won't see it for another month. <laughs> they talk about how they didn't go into any of those movies trying to make comedies. They wanted to make genre films. They just happened to be funny. And the only way that they could sell them well in England is to like add an element of humor to them. Huh. Really? Yeah. like That had to be their angle. But they went in to make like a serious like horror zombie film, 
you know, and it, like they were, and they want to make an American action movie, but American action movie made by Brits doesn't work. Yeah. Without comedy, so. So you're saying they're smarter than all of us? Yes. <laughs> ten times more talented. <laughs> well, yeah. Well. Yeah, I'm, and ten times more s- smart. Yeah. I will say That'd that cool. uh, I used to work with a guy named Jimmy. Uh, he was my assistant, and now he's uh, running a keto. But he called me um, Tuesday and said, "Hey." Me and my son watched all your stuff on YouTube, and it looks great. And his son wants to be in one of our episodes as a ninja who kicks our ass. <laughs> oh, so man. we'll find how a way to is, get him in. How old is his son? That eleven? Uh, watching our that our might be videos. fun for the cougar episode. Yeah. So if you we guys can, have to team up as hero yeah, and sidekick. Yeah. You have to fight little ninja kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's why I thought it'd be funny like, <laughs> if we. You know, we we dress up. We're going to be badasses, and this little kid kicks our ass. And uh, James, uh, James, his name's James, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy said that he can do whatever he wants because he says he doesn't care. So yeah. So now, if we need a little kid to be in, <laughs> how is he? How is he yelling swear words, Jimmy? Let us know. Oh, yeah. good. And he does backflips by like standing in place. And, like he's really, what? he's, he's a right? real ninja. No, he's really talented. I'm not. Shit. I'm not saying that because he's my friend's kid. I mean. He, when I used to run that Kidoba and Jimmy would come in with Jimmy Jr. and they would walk in. Yeah, he would. And uh, Jimmy Jr. would like run up the stairs at my old Kidoba and do like flips off of him. And what? he'd slide down the the railings and he'd, he's crazy. What a badass kid. Yeah. That's cool. I would love to have him kick my ass. So, yeah. so Cool. Keep uh, that in mind, guys. All right. Last piece of news. Um, Scarlett Johansson will not. They People have been talking about her performance and her. Uh, the Spike Jones movie and saying that she's really good. Uh, and that like a lot of that movie sort of is on her shoulders. Um, but she will not be eligible for a golden globe, which is interesting because it just sets precedent that like in order to win a golden globe for acting, you have to be seen in the movie, hmm. uh, which is why she's ineligible. Um, which I don't know. I think that seems kind of silly. Like, cause they're never going to so make, they can't give it for voiceover work. Or right. Anything? That's what I'm going to say. Like they're, they're never going to make a, a whole nother award for, best voice work in a film and best voice work in a, or, or by a, by an actor and actress. Um, so why not just like, Hey, if somebody is that good that they can carry a movie just with their voice, then why not just let that be a thing? And, and maybe she's not good. Maybe for the golden globes, they're like, nah, you know, it's good, but it's not good enough. But to actually go out there and be like, no, she's ineligible. Cause we never see her pretty face. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay, Scarlett. You've proven yourself. You don't need the golden globe. <laughs> no one. Yeah, does. I mean, it's, it's the golden globe. It's not the Oscar or the SAG award, um, which I, you know, for all we know, she's still up for yeah. theoretically. They're all irrelevant. Um, anyway, no, no, yeah, yeah. They're not um, irrelevant. But no, they're people not irrelevant really to the people hard who for win them. for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, to to give somebody an award for, for doing a really good job. Hey, say like, that to the, the lady who won a costume designer for the queen. You're like, yeah, that's irrelevant. But I worked for 100 hours on one dress. Yeah, fuck you, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Just broke her heart, Brad. Just broke her heart. The reward of continued work and adoration from people should be enough. You don't need no, a material I, I statue. I especially that. disagree with you where like the SAG awards are concerned because that's an award given by that person's peer for that person's. Well, next time award. we win Oak and Screen Night, I don't want your ass up there. I'm going <laughs> to accept the award. I'm going to say this is for not for Brad because he no, doesn't believe in it. I told you to go up this month like, and you didn't. Yeah, well, you because sh- we didn't win. You <laughs> should stand up there and be like, you know what? Uh, I have a message for you guys from Brad and then just tear it in half and be like, fight the real enemy and walk away. <laughs> I agree that within the confines of the actors, if they want to recognize themselves and it means something to them, that's fine. But I mean, like when people are like, you know, I want to win the Oscar on the national stage. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I I think there's a difference between like 
who the winner is and all the politics behind that shit and then like saying when you say something like this, you're really kind of going like, well, but you only voice acted in that, and so you're just of a lower quality. You know, it's yeah, just, that's stupid. I don't know. Um, I mean, yes, the Oscars... Oh, fuck, Brad. ...are not that important. What? Um, get out of here. I don't anyway, want to be on the show anymore. That, that's you get out of here. Except to edit it. Oh, uh, we saw Old Boy this week. We did. Brad, should people go see Old Boy? Um, or should they just stick with the original? I've seen the original... Uh, I don't remember it very well, but uh, I, when you're doing a, some when you're repurposing someone else's work, I think you need to bring something new to, new to the table, and um, Sp- Spike Lee does, I guess, but not in a drastic way. So, I I wasn't impressed. Hmm. James, um, I think this movie is interesting and well made and and much. Uh, I I I liked it more than the original. Um, and a lot of that has to be has to do with the fact that it's in English, um, but I when this movie is over, as as impressive as the piece of revenge is, I end up just walking away saying like, so what? What's I don't I don't know what the point of the story is, um, so I I can't recommend that people watch it. No, I thought it was boring. I mean, there was it didn't really even you know you're saying it looked great. I don't think it looked that good. It was really grainy. Um, and the fight scenes for an R-rated movie didn't have too much oomph in them. Um, I mean, the, the, it was cool when it was one continuous shot where he was beating a bunch of guys, and then he slid down a pole, and then he beat a bunch of other guys. But why, all of a sudden, was he beating up all those guys? Because it was a weird edit there. And and you, you haven't seen the original, right, Brett, Ryan? No. So if you're a fan of the original, and you're coming to this movie because you want to see the, high, the, the, the hammer fight, it's nowhere near as cool as it is in the original. Um, I, like the original, the only thing I really take away from the original is like, oh yeah, the hammer fight is really cool. And in this case, it's like, oh yeah, I, I this is you trying to do the hammer fight. But and uh, here's a trailer for the movie. Does one exist? I've never seen one for it. Yeah, there are trailers. Fuck is the phone? Forgive him? I could try. What happened to him? He showed up last night. I need your help, Chucky. I haven't seen the guy in like 20 years. Who are you? If you were trying to find your daughter and clear your name, I could help you. If you would like to see your daughter alive again, answer two questions. One, why did I imprison you for 20 years? And two, 
Why did I let you go? So, I mean, the story is, is this guy's a piece of shit, and this piece of shit gets thrown in a piece of shit place for 20 fucking years, and then he gets so mad that... I'm just I think Josh Brolin is really good. Really oh, no, Josh Brolin. I think Josh Brolin, like, especially in that first five or ten minutes, I was like, fuck yeah, Josh Brolin. Like, this is... Man, he is really bringing it. Um, but I don't, I don't like that character. Well, you're not... I don't think you're supposed to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, he's a piece of shit, I so... I don't like anybody in this movie. And no, I, you know, you're not supposed to like him, but Char- Charlotte... Charlotte Copley? Copley is pretty good at it. I mean, he's oh, weird. yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's creepy. weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't like him. No, you're not like, supposed to. And I, and I don't understand... Like, I don't side with him in such a way that... With, with a revenge movie, I feel like whoever is getting revenge, I should side with that person for some reason and, and be like okay you know like i don't agree with revenge like in my life but there is that um you know sort of wish fulfillment thing in film that you sort of want to side with whoever is getting revenge and and because they're doing the thing you always want to do but i i don't understand his revenge i don't know what it is he's trying to accomplish or, or <laughs> i can't fuck my dad anymore thanks yeah <laughs> and that is different from the original movie like the original movie yeah i, I don't remember that like it, it is really just like he's mean to this girl and like sort of steals her away and, and breaks her heart or something like that. Like, it's a... Um, so is it incest in the original movie? Yeah. The, yes, the incest with his daughter is in the original movie. Um, but, is, but as far as, like, the Charlotte Copley character, mm-hmm. I don't believe there's any incest thing with in that. Like, the, yeah, I don't remember the his sexual motivation. aspect of that, which I do think is better. I, I think that in the original movie, the I made you fuck your daughter is so fucking pointless and doesn't... It, it's like, I, why... Whereas here, at least, there is this thread of, like, <laughs> I made you do this because, <laughs> this <got> is, you. <laughs> because I, I am fucked up in my head, and this is how I grew up. Like, I think it's an improvement on the story, but the story is still pointless. Yeah, there's just some weird inconsistencies in the movie. Um, I think I think you're right. Josh Brolin's really good. Mm. I like Elizabeth Olsen. She has great boobs. And uh, <laughs> you see him a lot in this movie. Uh, and But, I mean... How did uh what was his Aiden what is it oh. his character's name? Oh, uh Pierce. Pierce. Aiden Pierce, I think. Yeah, how did he have a camera in the one hotel room that he knew that they would go into and have it set up so he can watch them fuck and then he can knew he could have his revenge. He's on got him. a lot of money, he can set up the most powerful network, spy network ever created. But you still have to have them go to that one hotel. Stay in that one room. Yeah. I mean, unless he put them in all the rooms in that hotel, hoping that they would stay in that hotel. I mean, it or, or, or you, just, the... you pay the person at the front desk to give them that room. Um, but yeah, you just have to make sure they get in that hotel. Um, While they're breaking yeah. into that one um, school, like someone apparently came by and dropped off a tongue in their car. Like they're just around all the time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just weird. I just thought it was boring. I mean, yeah, I was really bored with the. F- 
especially the very first hour i think oh, yeah. yeah it just i just did not pick up and i mean um i mean it's nothing to do with the actors i think the actors are pretty good in it but then they had really corny lines sometimes and uh, it was a little clunky i i wasn't i don't think i was ever bored um but maybe Maybe that's two things. I think the the performances are really good, and so I was interested in that. And then I think I was driven on by sort of hoping that they were going to change the ending in a way that was really going to impact that story. Because um, I think I was interested in it, but it still has that same fucking ending where I'm just... Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's... It's certainly not the piece of shit that Miracle at St. Anna is. So <laughs> good for you, Spike Lee. Well, I... Th- I don't know. Again, too, I mean, I'm not a Spike Lee fan, but you'd expect him to bring something to it. Brad said it earlier. You know, if you're going to remake a movie or you're going to do something different, they should bring something to it. And to me, yeah. it's just... It says, oh, something put, special. Yeah. Obviously, it is different. Yeah. But. yeah. I mean, he's like, I would put this camera here and I'm going to shoot. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do anything cool. Um, I'm not going to push... I mean, I guess the daddy fucking is pushing the envelope, but... That's in the original story. But, yeah. Or but, no, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But the... Um, like I, I sort of think that the uh, the the standard or or the pinnacle of of remaking a foreign film as an American movie for me is uh, let let me in and let the right one in. Yeah, I think so um, too. Because I I think that's a movie where Matt Reeves really really brings something new to that movie, and it's in the, it's in the atmosphere and it's in the way that he sort of changes the time period and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, it, there's not much there's not much different to this. Probably the most um, interesting thing was. For me, like was the hammer fight only because it was like minimalist. Yeah, mm-hmm. by comparison to the original, yeah. I wouldn't say sure. it's good, but it's just like it was interesting that like yeah. wow, you didn't try to do cuts. <laughs> you yeah, just, you just set the camera, had it slide across the screen, and had people fight with foam objects. Yeah, but the choreography I think is is a little bit obvious sometimes. Like there's a guy on the edge that just keeps like almost swinging at him, and you're just like what. Like that guy is clearly just trying to look like he's still moving, even though it's not his beat yet. Um, which that was disappointing, especially by compare. Uh, you know, I, I hate to go back to this, but like the in the original Ryan, there, the it sort of pans way back, and you just have this really wide banner with big black bars on the top and bottom, so it looks like this big long hallway, and it's it's very like contrast. So the the hallway is like like blue or red or something like that. And you're really just seeing like the shadows or the, the silhouettes a, a lot. Um, and it just, it's just stylistically cool. And the choreography is, is neat. Um, and I think too, I don't think it just doesn't have that style. This sounds horrible, but I don't think Spike Lee is good at directing violence. It seems yeah. really weird. Well, has he ever, has he ever done anything like this? Like, I don't think it's something like he would want to do. Yeah. yeah. Cause it, I mean, I don't know what his motivations behind making this movie were. It kind of seems like he did it for a paycheck, and uh, because again, when you someone like Edgar Wright, when he shoots violence, is looks really cool, and he mm-hmm. moves his camera, he puts his cameras in the right place. But here, you know, you're having CGI blood, and it just oh, was it? I didn't notice that. Oh yeah, when he hits that dude in the top of the head with a hammer. Yeah, I mean, cool. obviously, I noticed the guy's head going off, and that that was very obvious. Yeah, CG and not very good, but. Um. Hmm. And it's just really odd. I mean, too, you know, when they're revealing that there's that mood, murder suicide. If my dad walked into a room and he had a gun pointing at me, I wouldn't start taking off my pants. Yeah, right. 
And he wasn't like concealing the gun. He literally had it pointed out and pointed yeah. out. He's like, father. And well, he starts. that kid screwed up, but yeah. his life was the most bizarre one where, yeah. you know, she comes down the stairs and just stands there. It's yeah. At first I was like, oh, oh, she, she's in on it. What's. Yeah. Yeah. There's whole... just something wrong with this. It's, it was boring. I don't know. I, I just, um, like I said, you know, Brolin's good in it. Olsen's good in it. Um, Copley is good in it. Copley's good in it. But then to that stupid doctor where he says, don't you hurt her. And then he walks oh, yeah. away. Like those those lines were corny at that point. It just... It's to force the idea that she's yeah. messed because they can't get to it, like in a scene or something. It almost seems too maybe the movie is supposed had, to be longer. She also had a rush thing where like initially he comes like he finds that umbrella with that one guy, mm-hmm. and she's like she comes to the scene to like hey knock it off, mm-hmm. and then like within a couple lines she's like on his side. Yeah, like yeah, she yeah. really wants to help him even though he's done nothing to like. Yeah, to me, it seems like he's a creepazoid. Yeah. yeah, like there's no reason for her to like him. Yeah, and it would have been, she... been far more interesting and if like the... he'd walked away and she was really pissed at him, and then just because he had her card, like then Chucky calls her, and that that's how he she you know gets won over again. And, that, and that the revenge thing too. You, I mean, you're putting a lot to chance. He's going to run into this girl. That he's going to call this girl for help. That you know Chucky's going to call him. He's going to be able to erase his messages. That the doctor's going to help. That this is going to happen. That this is going to happen. Yeah. It just seems. Oh, absolutely. It's just, I don't know. And that's the same problem that the original has, where it, I, I watched it and I was like, what? I'm supposed to believe this and, and, and I don't know why I'm supposed to give, give you that, um, suspension of disbelief. Like, I don't yeah. think they earned it. Yeah, that's, that. that's what I mean. Cause yeah, it's, cause you know, it was boring, but, I was getting to it when he's stuck inside the hotel room and he's, yeah. you know, that's kind of interesting and, uh, but then it doesn't make any sense because so much would have to go right for, it's like your Terminator 3 thing. It just doesn't make <laughs> uh, sense to me. He, uh, spends all the time carving out the tiles in the shower and then he goes out, like finds the tunnel to the outside, kicks out the uh, vents or whatever. And then he comes back in, sits around for a little while yeah, that for was the guys really, to watch him. I, did, I didn't understand what was going on. And so instead of escaping, he just gets caught again and then released. And they let him out. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, what, like I said, it seems like this movie, maybe lots of stuff was taken out of it because it was really edited weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they, when they jump to the, the hammer fight, it's the most bizarre cut. Like it, it goes from, you know, him running away him. on an elevator, and then yeah. all of a sudden, he's... and then it's just like, boom! We're starting this long shot of the hammer fight. Are you, are you on? Are you, re- are you with us? And I'm just like, what, what? You, you're not going to lead into this at all? Um, yeah, man, it's just weird. It was weird. Now I will, I'll, I'll give him this that where, like, especially when it started, and like the, the, the bellhop in the in the picture is black, and the first person you see him give his food. Uh, through the door it was black and I was like oh no are you going to turn this into like a you know black people are torturing white people for all the horrible things that white people do to black people like I was really afraid that that's where Spike Lee's clear bias was going to come in and he it's I don't think it's in this movie I really yeah. don't um, I think he does a really good job of, of culling that um, can't be it's not his material yeah well no he absolutely I mean he absolutely could um, make that uh, make the story one about racism. Like you, he could have changed the ending to be like, "Hey, no, I did this to you because you were a racist to me when you were when you were a kid," and that, that you know, he could have done that, um, and he didn't. And I, I at least will give him that. That where where I think he often will shoehorn in his own agenda yeah. into stories that that can't support. Well, his that best kind movie, I think, is Inside Man. Yeah, because where there's, it, where there's it, only it, one scene that yeah. does that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. 
We'll see. I'm still glad I saw it because I was I was yeah, interested. I mean, because in I like seeing Elizabeth Olsen naked. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she's good. It's still kind of weird though, too, that you know Josh Brolin is 55, and how old is Elizabeth Olsen? 22, 23. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. She's I guess if you're locked up for 20 years, the first time you're gonna have sex, I guess. Hey, she's she's clearly got daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Literally. No. Cool. Cool. So uh, next week we're seeing Inside Lewin Davis. Yes. So we have to see movies James want to see back-to-back weeks. I'm sorry. I know. I wanted to see Frozen this week. And we're like, oh, go see Old Boy. It's going to be great. What else is coming out next week? I never said it was going to uh, be great. That's, I think that's it, actually. Well, there's another movie, but I think... Uh, I think maybe Mandela is in limited release next week. Uh, but I think Inside Lewin Davis is... It's a Coen Brothers movie. Can we really skip on a Coen Brothers movie? I am not their biggest fan, but... Yeah, but you're the worst. <laughs> He's just discounting all your um, opinions, Brad. I think I out of the out, out of the furnace either. looks like it has a release. Oh, next out of the week, furnace. But I don't yeah. know if that's wa- mm. I don't know how wide that is, or um, yeah, it really is out of the furnace or inside Lumen Davis. And for all I know, inside Lumen Davis might be a limited release. So I don't think but so. I don't think so it's it already yeah. been limited. I think. Yeah. So. I think it'll be good. I'll tell you this, Ryan. I know you're not crazy excited about it, but I did see a like oh, a, folk, an actual folk movie no, no, music no. i did actually see a clip from the movie and it was really funny it's you know because oh, the, no, the like trailer the, i like the coen brothers yeah and the, and the trailer i think looks very dry and serious but i think this is going to have a lot of that true grit kind of subtle comedy in it which will be good so It'll be fun yeah i'll see it whatever good there's worse things to see yeah like, like old, old boy, boy. Hmm. did you see anchorman got bumped up by two days it yeah. did yeah, yeah. sweet well, i also read an interview with uh Adam McKaney, the first cut he turned in was four and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah, well, and they literally are going to re- release a second version of the movie where every joke, the the meat of the of the movie will be the same, but every joke line will be a different version of that line because they again. they recorded totally. so much. Oh, I don't know if they're going to release that in theaters, but they well, are cutting. Well, here, it, this so. Paramount, I'll, I'll see it again. I'll pay money for it. And when it comes out on DVD, I'll be sitting there going like, which version do I want to watch this time? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh, I'll get cool that much more could, mileage out of it. You know, Blu-rays are pretty they they're they're pretty crazy. They could program it to like just randomly do different versions of scenes. Like not different versions of oh, every yeah, joke. Branch into different like, Yeah, like just cut two movies together, you know, clue style. Oh, that'd be <laughs> badass. Man. I always like, wonder why no one's done like a choose your own adventure DVD. Like you could just like oh, yeah. pause the movie and then like uh press A if you want to have go, sex with your daughter. <laughs> or press B if Brick <laughs> <laughs> uh, bashes himself on the head with a fish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Till next week. Bye. Bye. Visit our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us even, realnerds at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. Hey, stream us on Stitcher. You want to call us? 720-6Nerds5. And download us on iTunes. Just search Real Nerds. Thank you, Joe Kempter, for the wonderful voiceover. And also, Spark Mandrill, for the wonderful late-night jazz-smooth sounds of movies. You can find them on SoundCloud. This has been a Nebulous Visions production.